Hey everybody, welcome back to Retro Rewind. Join us as we unravel the fast-paced plot, applaud the stellar performances, and discover what makes quick change an underrated treasure. Whether you're a cinephile or just looking for a breakneck good time, this is the podcast for you. Let's jump into the world of fast getaways, hilarious mishaps, and unexpected twists as we explore quick change. Based on the novel of the same name by Jay Cronley, the 1990 film Quick Change stars Bill Murray, Gina Davis, Randy Quaid, and Jason Robards, and follows three people on an elaborate bank robbery and their subsequent escape. A simple plot for a not-so-simple comedy. And joining us for this discussion this week is our good friend Brent Walter. Welcome, Brentro. How are you guys doing? Brentro to the retro. Hi, buddy. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Andrew? Droid? Drew? Motley Drew? Yeah, Gary, you could actually just put a B in front of that, and we got Bretro. I just now put that together. As you Brent, were saying, Brent, Bretro. Bretro. You got to take the N out if you're going to do it. Bretro. No, Bretro. So, Bretro. Quick Change is one that we've all seen. Uh, we've all been quoting this film since it came out, what, in 1990? Yep. Now, none of us, I think, saw it the day it came out. By I think we saw it on video. No. But I know for a fact Brent and I have been quoting this. And he'll, he's got a story, I think, down the road. He'll he'll fill us in later. Um, he'll fill us in. <laughs> fill us. Yeah, I was. I was. Well, oh, well nice. wow, it's, it's gonna be something like that. All right. <laughs> mm. So uh, let me uh, again. So the the retro rewind episodes that we do are not like our, our regular flick flops. We're not here to really rate the film. We try to go back and watch and and, and bring to light films that we thought were great back in the day. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Uh, but either way, we're, we're here to talk about them. But we're not necessarily here to rate them. We'll tell you if it's good or bad, and we think you should watch it. But we'll give you some quick numbers. I don't. We don't do all of our stuff. We don't have the turds in the toilet paper. It's just real quick. Uh, this one uh, on Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at 84 with the uh, critics, 71 with the audience. I think that's really good numbers for this film, if I was being mm-hmm. honest. Uh, I do not have any budget numbers on this, but the box office, this thing made $14 million. Probably considered a flop financially, if I had to guess. Uh, but again, I don't know those numbers. Uh, it was written by Howard Franklin. It was directed by Howard Franklin and Bill Murray. This, I think, was Bill Murray's only directorial effort, I think, was what I looked up. That's what I could find. And uh, this thing has a stellar cast. Uh, Gary, I don't know if you have that in front of you, if you want to talk about the cast or I can do it. Yeah, we've got I've already mentioned Bill Murray, Gina Davis, Randy Quaid and Jason Robards. Let's see. We've got another movie with some interesting cameos. First time I believe I've seen Tony Shalhoub in anything was this movie. Yes. I don't, oh, I don't know. He was he first. was in Wings. He was on he was doing Wings before that. Are you sure about that? Positive. I was curious about that because I, I kind of felt like I hadn't seen him before, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up while you guys are talking to see I'm what I'm interested about that. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have in this movie? We have Bob Elliott, Chris Elliott's dad that's behind you on that that's screen. Right. I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up. I totally forgot that. No, it's, well, please, please not continue. to be a point shitter, but this film actually came out before Wings, technically. Did it really? This See, I saw out, Wings first. That's why then. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm not trying to crap on you. They, this came out in January of 1990. Wings came out in April of 1990. Wow. 
So oh, Wings was quote. probably a summer fill-in. But yes, I mean, we knew Tony Shalhoub from Wings, which, if, again, if you haven't seen, not that we're talking about Wings, but if you have not ever watched that sitcom, that was fantastic. Yeah. But like, uh, like Gary, this is the first time you, I think we see Tony Shalhoub in any real role where you start to see his genius. Uh, I love Tony Shalhoub, I'll be honest. He's great. Yeah. I actually liked him in a show called Stark Raving Mad, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Great, Boom. Great show. Gary, do the drop mic right here. See that? Do the. Uh-huh. I'm going to drop it. You just have a mic laying there and post. All right. I'll see what I can. <laughs> Gary's like, that is not going to happen at all. Thank you. Thank you not for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just giving you notes, Gary. I'm just, you know, because you. you never know. Speaking of notes, I suddenly am more prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping on the job. Uh, Phil Hartman in this movie. Uh, yes, small role. The great, legendary Phil Hartman. We have uh, Kurt Wood Smith, which I believe we all know from that 70s show. I'm sure he's done many other roles. A character actor. Dumbass. 70s show is the one that kind of cemented him as as, uh, as a face you recognized for sure. Uh, Stanley Tucci, I think, is probably the biggest surprise as I was rewatching this. That holy smokes, yes. I can't believe Tucci is in this film. I'm watching uh, it and that scene comes up. I'm like, oh shit, that's Stanley Tucci. I don't know, you, a, did I'm you a, remember a, that, Brent? Yeah, I'm sorry. I know the bus driver. I looked him up the other day, and I don't right. have him. I'm trying to. He's been in a lot of stuff. Phil Philip Bosco, um, who who has been. That's one of those character actors that just has a list of credits that goes on and on, and you can get yeah. yourself lost in there looking at, oh, my gosh, yeah, I remember him from yeah. this, that, or whatever. Yeah. So based on a book, I believe you had mentioned – previously andy that the author he when he wrote he's had other movies or other films made from his books but but specifically this is not the first time right the quick change was released as a right. film the, the I, I was wildly surprised to find out that this is the second version of this film so this was um real quick jay cronley who wrote the book uh he was an american newspaper columnist for the tulsa world and he wrote books of humorous fiction. Uh, I imagine kind of like a Dave Barry did, Gary, back in the day. Okay. That you would have, I think, because you read some of Barry's books. Yeah. Uh, but his books included uh, uh, Fall Guy, Good Vibes, Quick Change, and one called Funny Farm. So, uh, right. which also became a uh, film starring um, what? Uh, Chevy Chase. Chevy yeah, Chase. Yeah, I'm trying to find my note here because my yeah. I'm scrolling. But we're, we're both woefully. <laughs> Well, my my page is shrunk. If people could see my end of the screen here, it's crazy. Uh, but Shrinkage. so uh, the film, let's see, several of Connolly's <laughs> novels uh, have been made into feature films. Good Vibes was made into the 1989 comedy Let It Ride, starring Richard Dreyfus, David Johansson, Richard Edson, Jennifer Tilly, and Terry Garr. Uh, Quick Change was a source of two film adaptations. In 1985, it was a film called Hold Up, which was uh, filmed in Montreal. So it's uh, French Canadian, but that was something I was surprised, and I was like, and I watched the, the the highlights of it, and it's it's a very similar shot film as far as the main character is a clown, but I didn't know this was based on a book. I didn't know this was the second version of this film, right. and now I want to go back and read the book because <laughs> uh, I have this this thing. Um, I think Gary got me going with books when I was eighteen, nineteen years old. That the books are, are always better. I rarely have ever heard of, had a movie be better than the book. So, um, but uh, but quick change. This movie is fantastic. 
So if this movie is and you'll be saying you'll be quoting Bill Murray, you'll be quoting Bill Murray after you read it and say Jay Crumb was going to be dead, and I've been reading for you've been reading him for years. Yeah, I, I mean, know, he, wrong movie. He's an right, animal. You know. He's an animal in there. <laughs> Brent, you had a great story that I that I that you uh, shared with with us before that I didn't know about. Um, how you and Andy both discovered that you had seen this movie, even though you didn't. You didn't know it prior. And it involves Canada. Eh? 19. <laughs> yeah. Eh? Um, Andy and I were up in Toronto. Uh, we're, we're, we're kiss geeks. We went to see Paul Stanley starting the Phantom and the Opera right before it closed out at the Pantages Theater for all you Canucks up there. In any event, you we, people were want to be down, <laughs> we were traveling down Young Street, <laughs> and Andy said something like, um, I think you had to turn here, and out of yeah. nowhere, I said, "I saw a sign, Phyllis." He starts cracking up. Oh, we're really making progress now. I saw a sign, Phyllis. <laughs> and I couldn't believe he got my reference. You know that I made it. It just, you know. I don't think I ever uttered those words in my life before that moment. <laughs> it was yeah, almost so. like I set you up for it, not knowing I was setting you up for it. Of course, we enjoyed some <sighs> jocularity at that moment in time. And uh, you know, that's, that's that a very quotable a line. That trip alone is a podcast on its own period. Yeah, but anyway, that's where that, um, that illustrious bonding for quick change developed was up in Toronto, Canada. Yes, that's great. It'd been coincidence if it was Montreal, wouldn't it? Have it would have been nice, yeah. But memorable stuff for me in this film. If we if we all have our moments, yeah. uh, I I can go. I got a small list here. You guys can comment on them. Um, uh, one little note that I made, and Gary and I we we talk about these things from time to time. And Brent, I'm sure you and I have had conversations regarding continuity errors. Um, and this one is I wouldn't necessarily say is a continuity error, but in the opening scene of this movie. The, uh, Bill Murray is sitting on a subway dressed like this, like a clown. And the the camera is just kind of panning kind of on a dolly through all the, the faces of the, of the crowd. Then they're going to they're going to stop on Bill Murray because he's a clown. And if you look closely, you can see the camera in the window reflecting. <laughs> and that's something I always um, not calling him out for it. But I look for that whenever I see a, a scenes that are like that. And I, it started with Kevin Smith's chasing Amy. When he brought it up in a uh, commentary, mm. and I was like, "Oh, now!" So now I look for that. Yeah, because it's just something that I'm sure nobody was paying attention to, and it's not a big deal. It doesn't mean anything to the film. But I, and again, I don't, I don't know if it's ne- necessarily a continuity error, but it's an, it's a small little error. But uh, that opening scene is funny, and then the whole getting to the the, the next big scene is when he's getting to the bank. Um, and I don't want spoilers. Uh, he's trying to rob a bank dressed as a clown. And uh, this guy here in Gary's screen, uh, what is, it? is it Bob Elliott? Is that who it is? Yeah. Bob Elliott, yeah. When he's, he announces that he's robbing the bank and he goes, uh, what kind of a clown are you? <laughs> it's like <laughs> a crying on the inside clown, I guess. <laughs> it's, I just, it's, it's that sort of, Bill Murray delivers it so well. And I mean, I honestly can't fathom anybody else could have done this role. I really yeah. don't. 
Yeah. And I and I know Murray in recent times now in, in the twenty twenties, he's had some kind of people have come out and said some he's not the easiest to work with or whatever, but uh I don't know. I, I can't imagine anybody else. I mean, I think this cast was outstanding with him and Quaid and Gina Davis. Yeah, Randy Quaid minutes into the movie makes me <laughs> makes me start cracking up laughing. Yeah, uh, you were you were talking about the continuity thing, and it, it made me think about another thing that I look for in movies, and I don't know if you guys do too, but I'm always on the lookout for a mic. Yeah, just coming in slightly Boom. in the frame, and I don't think it happens much anymore because I bet they could digitally edit it out if it ever pops up. It's really yeah. simple to get rid of, but um, I always look for that for some reason. I'm always looking at the top of the frame for a mic, <laughs> which is. Yeah. Just a weird habit, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Brent, what do you got, buddy? To add to that, another Bill Murray movie, Ghostbusters. When he goes into Dana's apartment and he's looking in the refrigerator, there's a Coke can and it's up on the top shelf, then it's to the right, and then it's, I mean, it moves like three or four different times yeah. as that scene's going on. You know, stuff well, and, like and, that. And so then that, you yeah. wonder if, if they do that on purpose sometimes to see just to mess with the actor, yeah. you know? Yeah, you never know. Because they're used to being there and they're like, and they're in scenes or whatever. Um, you just go to the end of the movie and start looking. Who was who in charge of the continuity in this yeah. movie? <laughs> who uh, screwed up? <laughs> the, other, the other little note I made, besides the obvious, I, I saw a sign, Phyllis, is the uh, shortly into the film, I mean, like nine minutes in, when he's on the phone with uh, the, the the detective or the what inspector. <laughs> you guys know where I'm going. He's like, uh, the police yeah, chief. Uh, what's your name, son? What shall I call you? Well... I always like the name Chip. Would you call me Chip? Okay. What was that shooting just now, Chip? Oh, wait. Call me Skip. Okay. Skip. And that, that line always makes me giggle because I know it's coming and I yeah. know it is so meaningless, but it, it to me it's so Again, I think it's perfect for Bill Murray because that's Bill Murray. I like a lot of his comedy to me doesn't seem like acting. I feel like that's who he would really be. Yeah, he may not, but that's how I feel because we, you know, we grew up watching him in Stripes and Caddyshack and you know Meatballs and these films, and it's like I just see this guy, and I, I would hope he would be like that in real life because it would just make many me retro anymore. rewind contenders. <laughs> we should do a Bill Murray festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, the other I, notable line in that, at that moment is when he's negotiating with him. He's like, well, at least give me the women. And he's like, get your own women. Yeah. It's like, jeez. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I think what's funny own. about the movie that, uh, that rewatching it really brings it out is there's all that comedy and all that setup in the beginning with him and the cop on the phone and all of that stuff. And just the different things that he does with the hostages yeah, And on the first watch, it doesn't register a lot of it. You're just thinking it's all comedy and stuff until you find out the reason that he does everything that he does. And I, I don't want to spoil anything in case people haven't seen this film and they want to talk about or see it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to talk about those parts, but uh, there's a very good reason for all of the stuff that happens in the beginning. And all of it is just extra parts of how well the writing's done. I think yeah. um, it's, it's comedic. It plays out really well it plays good for his character but there's also a purpose yeah yeah i, I would agree with that yeah um, and it shows it shows the crazy side of new york especially when they're marking blocking off the streets 
and all the hot dog vendors are running down with the carts trying to get in position. And right. and Andy, I think you had said it once. There was one part they did. Oh, it's when they thought there was a bomb in the building, and Jason Robards does his rot singer, and they, they yeah. come down the building real quick, and the whole crowd just starts booing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> typical New York. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just such a gem. I mean, you know, Brett, like I know you're a, you're a guest on the show, but when, when Gary and I do these, our typical flip flops episodes, we have notes. We our notebooks are out. We're writing just note after note of like, you know, this sucked or this was bad. And I told Gary as, as like this film came up, I was like, I just sat there and watched it, man. I didn't even. I barely took notes. I had to remind myself to take a note because I hadn't seen this film in a long time. I put it on and I'm watching it and I have my notepad out and I'm writing my typical. I have like a, a header that I write a few things and old things like the Rotten Tomatoes. And, da, 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 da. and then I start hearing the dialogue. So I put the pen down. And next thing I know, I'm like, I'm like 30 minutes into it. I'm like, oh shit, hold on. Stop. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, what did I went on? So I stopped it and I go back. I'm like, oh yeah, remember the scene here? And then I'm like, and it's weird. And I know we're fanboying a little bit over it, a little ball washing, so to speak, but I don't have any flaws with this movie. I do not. There's not a thing I would change. There's not a scene. There's nothing. It, it all just for me, it all hits on all cylinders. And it's, it just, and when it ends, it's like, I don't know. I, I, mean, I just do enjoy, really enjoyed this film. Yeah, me too. The only, <laughs> the only plot hole that I, I mean, I'm going to give something away. Gina Davis, well, Spoiler. We're going to talk more about the plot. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a calamity of errors trying to get out, get out of New York City to get on a plane to get to where was it? Fiji? No, not Fiji. They were going. To, there was that was a backup, I think, wasn't it? No, Martinique. Martinique was the backup. And the whole time. Okay. Well, the whole time they're doing all this, you know, and, and we're going to get to certain scenes. You know, the calamity of errors happens, but Bill Murray gets through it, and. I mean, it, it, you know, they. Gina Davis is looking at him like he's like a big shot, and it's making her doubt wanting to be with him, and that's that's the part that kind of drove me crazy because I'm thinking, well, wouldn't you want your the person you're traveling with to, to take care of all this of, stuff? Yeah, you know. But then yeah, again, but, her hormones were going crazy too. Right. We we can't talk about why she was looking at him a little differently. There's there's something that's lead into that without spoiling it so but yeah i know what you're saying but if you look at it from her perspective i I, and again i didn't love that whole change of character but i i you know right that's the only downfall to the movie for me can't marry him and divorce oh wait yes you can you can't uh, can't (laughs) live with wait a minute (laughs) i don't know i i i don't i got no advice on women all i know is this film's really good you should watch it that's andy's Quote me on that. Yep. There's a lot. There's a lot of um, films that you go back. I think we talked about this once before. Uh, you go back and and through the eyes of an adult, or just a you know, however many years in between, and you go back and look at these films that are up here. They're awesome. You remember them up here. Yeah. And you go back and watch them, and you're terribly disappointed. Uh, this is Man. not one of those for me. This, I can give you a list of films that did that to me. <laughs> Yeah, the this fly. movie holds up, man. I have not seen that one in a in, well, probably yeah. since the uh, theater. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> and maybe we'll do it. Do you remember yeah, the movie I, Best Bestseller? I do, and I I loved this movie, but I don't remember it enough. James Woods, Brian mm-hmm. Dennehy. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I love that movie. I bought it on VHS, 
and rewatched it probably five years ago and looked at myself in the mirror and, and just, I, I wanted to take a shower. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like that's, you should be ashamed that you thought that was a great movie. Yeah. Like I used to, when I went to Blockbuster, I pushed that movie on people. I was like pushing like, you know, chopped up cut heroin. Like, yeah, this is good stuff, man. You'll like it. So that's one of those things. I mean, we've mentioned it before. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on, on the show, but you go back and you look at these, that these, that you don't know what was this the best that they had at the time. So it was elevated and everybody around, even the adults were watching it and thinking, this is great. Or was it just because you were younger and you didn't know any better? And your parents were like, what is like, why does he keep watching the show? What is wrong with it? This is, of course, we were, we were, you know, in our late teens when this movie came out um, or in our early twenties. And uh, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember the date we were out of school. Which, by movie, are, which movie are we talking about? And uh, <laughs> so this is a little bit different, but uh, just remembering ones further back, you know, which I'm sure we're, we'll talk about some of those and it's going to come up and be one of those times where it's like, you know, in this case, we recommend it. And that one, maybe not so, but yeah. uh, this is not one of those movies. I really enjoyed watching it again, and I and I would recommend it. I think it's a pretty middle-of-the-road comedy that anybody could could like. It's not a cra- crazy, quirky one or anything. I think it's pretty straightforward. It's just a well-done movie. Yeah. Brent, you got any final thoughts on this thing? Just the one-liners from... I had mentioned it to you guys before when they get out of the bank, and he's like, and he said, up your butt with the coconut. And I think he was prepared to do it. Although I saw no coconut. I saw no coconut. And I mean, I don't know that there was actual coconut. We were talking about, we were talking about Tony Shalhoub's character. Well, you know, spoilers, Tony Shalhoub's a cab driver and he can't speak a word of English. Right. They're trying to get to the airport and, and he's like, he's driving. He's just kind of, Looking at him, and Randy Quaid's about ready to have a meltdown. He can't understand <laughs> a goddamn thing, you know. So anyway, the, the part blows, that Tony should a red light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't speak English. He can't. He doesn't know red. Um, but um, he doesn't know his colors. When they're trying to, when they're trying to talk to Tony Shalhoub, meaning the police. And he doesn't speak, and they've already interrogated him because they beat the hell out of him because Rotzinger said he wanted an interpreter, and they thought they wanted an interrogator. So he's been beat to death, and he keeps saying, Blastume, Blastume. And they're like, Blastume, and he's like, Hunk, Hunk, Blastume. That is so like, Bus? I, 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 I rewinded that. About three times just to watch him do the honk honk. Yeah. You know, and, Shalhoub, and my man. one other favorite line before Tony Shalhoub picks him up because they can't get on any transportation is when Randy Quaid is just beside himself in this and he's panicking. And he's just like, please, God, just give us a cab. One <laughs> lousy fucking cab. And he just falls to the ground and the cab pulls up. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> Excuse my language, movie. by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. No one's, oh, I could have. I could have. A little. Yeah. Right, oh, well. <laughs> I'll fix that in post. I could have given it a little. I'm on the delay. <laughs> I'm on the delay, and you guys can't see it coming. You right. just have to do it the whole time Brent's talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gary, I don't have anything else to add. I think 
<laughs> hopefully people will see this and watch it and go back and again join us on our our Facebook group yeah. uh, page and talk about this movie please yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll be more than happy Brent will jump on talk this movie anytime you want I'll be there yeah what are your favorite parts yeah yeah I mean and it's not I a movie know. that people really bring up that often even back then no um but yeah it's, in my opinion it's a must see yeah, if yeah. you like quirky comedies, it's the perfect comedy for you. Yeah, I think so. I agree. It's the Citizen Kane of clown bank robbery. You just wanting me to quote you again? <laughs> this is the Nick Cage as <laughs> Bill Murray's ever been. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Uh, what else? What else can we do to get people to watch us? Oh yeah, uh, Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. That's right. Tag. Now you can hashtag Burt Kreischer, and this thing will have. 2,800 views. <laughs> They'll be like, where do they even mention hey, you, you want to see my impersonation? You want to see my impersonation? No, no I do not. <laughs> well, it doesn't you work know, for video. Wait, wait. I'll remove him. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's wow. wrap it up. Feel right, love. Thank you so much. Please go see Quick Change. I'll oh, go see it. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Pull it up on whatever streaming service you can find or to go buy it. I don't know. At this point in time, what are we in the uh, August 29th? I believe you can watch it for free on Tubi. There you go. Go check it out. Do it. Do it. Go to the chopper. And then then meet us in the group and tell us what you thought about it. And Brent, thank you very much for joining us. It's nice having you on here. And I like hearing the story about the, uh, you saw a sign, Phyllis. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a sign, Phyllis. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. Catch us next time. On Retro Rewind. Rewind. This has been a Touch of Madness production. Brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy Twins Media.